Hi everybody, how are you? Happy New Year! 2019 is here. It is on and popping. 2018 is gone and left out the building and it's no longer with us. I hope you said your proper goodbyes. I indeed have because 2018 to me um, was of course a year of growth, of learning, of self-acceptance and uh, just uh, responsibility. I think with a lot of people, a lot of people learned a lot about themselves. And uh, I think there was something in the air, maybe, quite possibly. So, Happy New Year. Welcome to 2019. Uh, I hope that 2018 was everything that you hoped it would be. I think sometimes when we go into certain things expecting way too much, we definitely intend to get let down. So, in 2019, I say let's not have too many expectations, but let's have enough hope and enough aspiration to be able to do what we need to do. So that brings me into my episode three. Hi everybody, episode three is here. My name is Elise Swopes. If you don't know who I am, I am a photographer, mobile artist. I'm also a creative director. I'm an Instagrammer. I do all types of creative fun things. I also write reminders in the morning and I also um, do daily sunrise pictures. I wake up at about 5.30 every morning to at least get the sunrise. The thing about the sunrises, though, is that they change every other day. I mean, the the sun comes up one minute faster in the winter, and then once the summer comes around, it comes up one minute uh, earlier. So it's pretty interesting to kind of see how it's how it changes because um, right now it comes up at like seven seven a.m. and then in the summer it was coming up at like six maybe like 5.45 a.m. So things change. So we are here with my podcast. As you can tell, it's not as fancy as the other ones. I like to keep it quite simple, quite uh, just conversational for myself. I'd like to have people on at some point. I think that would be really fun to have like callers in or something like that. I finally got a new setup for my last one. I was actually recording on my phone on a road mic. They have these like portable mics that you can attach to your phone so I basically was just recording on that and so now I have another road mic that's attached to my computer now that uh, is just recording to Adobe Audition so we are leveled up a little bit I feel like every time I do it too I'll probably be leveling up quite a bit I just want to make this the best it can be you know but also not deterring from that natural element that I began with. What did you do for New Year's? I normally do a hibachi. We go to hibachi. It was it's a lot of fun. Um, it was a lot of fun. We, we ate so much and I always do the yellow sauce. The yellow sauce is everything. Uh, if you haven't heard of it, hibachi is when they cook Japanese food right in front of you and um, it goes from fried rice to uh, shrimp to steak to just all really nice fun delicious things uh, someone will be cooking in front of you and there'll be some fire and there'll be some some um, some theatrics with the knives it's really fun I wouldn't suggest going to Benihana I feel like that's the cheapskate one it's too touristy for me if you are in Chicago or in cities of go to somewhere else other than Benihana maybe Ron of Japan that's where I went. That's, that's like my favorite spot. 
Um, so I've got a few new questions this time around from some people and I really do enjoy getting these questions from you guys. I do like talking about things that you're curious about rather than just me, you know, picking a topic or something and just talking about it. I think it's important to gain feedback from people who uh, not only respect you, but, you know, look up to you and, and um, aspire to be just an inch of what you you are. Um, and, and it's not that they want to be you entirely. They want to be themselves. That's what I hope and pray from it. It's not, I don't want anyone to be me entirely. The only way you can really thrive and be someone of importance in your own life is by doing and being yourself to the highest degree. So um, as much as much uh, advice as I may give throughout these podcasts, I would love if you just take your own rendition and your own interpretation. Don't generalize it. Everyone's situations are all different. Everyone's experiences are all different. Everyone's outcomes are all different. I may say this is what's going to happen for me, but it might not happen for you. So uh, it depends on your energy. It depends on your, your thought. It depends on how confident you are going into something. Confidence is key. You can think you can do something. You, you'll do it. And it, maybe not exactly precisely perfect, but you'll do it in the way that you need to so that you can grow and become someone better and, and, and different. So a few of the first questions we have are really related to brand partnerships and influencer marketing programs. That is something that I am very much um, understand. I mean, I, I've been doing it for a few years now, since 2013 on Instagram. I've been getting paid to do different types of advertising. At first I was getting paid to do like uh, ads for like juice bottles for coupons or like different apps for editing or I was doing um, some like, I remember there was like some backpacks or something, and some other bags. It was, it was a lot of clothing at the time, a lot of like different uh, fashion brands and I've kind of shifted from then since, since in, in a more um, different route. but within that space I've, I've gotten to learn so much about influencer marketing and the way that these brands approach people and how the artists themselves approach the projects we as artists when we're asked about these different brands brand projects and stuff like that you always kind of see who else is on the project with you are you by yourself on the project or are you with a bunch of other people and you kind of like to compare and contrast how you're um, outcome came to be uh, compared to theirs. So sometimes it, it can be uh, pretty fun to see how the, the the project concept can be the same, but everyone will come out with such different different ideas. So I think that's something that's really, really interesting. So the first question is we've got, what can brands and agencies do to work better with influencers slash creatives to ensure a great campaign? My biggest thing is that brands and agencies need to allow the artists to do what they do best. You, if you're coming, I mean, you know, if you're coming to somebody and asking them, asking them to promote something on their channel, you can't just promote something that just doesn't fit their feed. Um, it doesn't fit their style and what they normally do, and it doesn't, you know, fit. Um, you know, they're 
what their followers are looking for. I'd say, and this is just my own opinion, I'd say ask them what their top photos are of the year, right? And then kind of look at those top photos and say, okay, how can we make our message work with that type of style that people related to so much within your your feed and your channel, right? So use the insights to your advantage. Yes, you want to be authentic, but the authenticity will come with figuring out what people are going to react more to, how people are going to process it, what are they going to interact with best. Interaction is what brands are interested in and uh, you know if you want the visuals attached to that interaction you're gonna need to, to trust um, that the, the artist is doing what they do best so um, figure out insights ask them you know what they they love to do and then also send them examples of what you expect from them what pieces of art or what pieces of whatever that they do inspired you to ask them to do what you're asking them. Um, make sure that they have a basis because as for me as an artist, I think I'm always trying to figure out, okay, what are these people looking for for me? There's such a broad range of what I could be doing as an artist to really sell this product or this idea. How can I like just get it more specific and um, just really make me happy, make the brand happy, but also make the people happy. So there's a lot of things to kind of keep in mind while you're thinking about all the things to make a successful campaign. But the most important things, I think, are really diving into just making sure that you're thinking about insights, thinking about people and how they react to the stuff that you're already doing. And... Um, don't do anything too drastic. I mean, for me personally, the 2018 was a year that I had to be drastic because I had to make a, a quick change and shift on what I was presenting. I have never done a lot of video. So me to do video all of a sudden is, of course, pretty shocking. And that's not going to be um, taken in very easily, though, if I do it for the next year two years, three years, eventually people will expect that from me and that'll be okay. But sometimes if you if you are making a big shift in your brand and you're introducing something to someone um, from a collaboration standpoint, it will be a little iffy. The numbers will be a little different. The, the interaction will be a little strange. But as long as you feel confident in the work that you're putting out and that it's good enough, that you feel proud that you can put on a resume or a portfolio or whatever and you say, I did this, and that brands are really looking like, okay, the numbers may not have been entirely there, but the creative and the potential is there. So sometimes we can really work on a level of potential too. Think about it this way. We want long-term uh, relationships with these brands. We want to build and grow something together. No one just starts off being wonderful and coming into a way of telling people how to do something. We have to build trust and gain um, a presence within that. So I think the best thing to do is to keep it, keep it okay that the numbers aren't entirely there, but you're making an effort to gain more more creativity, more uh, trust within one, one another and trying things um, and seeing if something can work. 
have ideas, have a vision, have imagination within it. There's no right or wrongs when it comes to trying things because now you know at least that it worked in it and you you took that chance. Um, so, yeah, brands and agencies, um, you know, have a good standpoint on what you're, where you're coming from, who you're asking what from. And then you can definitely make sure that the uh, that that the project is gonna go smoothly. Okay, so the next question is: With sponsorship and backing from companies, do you ever reach out, or is it the company reaching out to you most of the time? Um, I say it's a, it's mostly companies reaching out. As long as you're putting out good work and showing people the kind of sponsorship things that you're doing. Uh, whether that be through your website, through your Instagram, through, you know, whatever the case may be, as long as you're showcasing the things that you can do and that people can go through there and see those things, that's wonderful. I think the biggest thing for me is mostly word of mouth. Because I've done so well with these branded projects for so many years and I've actually made a good impression in person, as well in the phone calls and the, and the uh, activations and the travel and stuff like that. I think there's um, something to be said about that. So you can't just have great work and expect it to speak for itself. You also have to be someone who can communicate well, someone who can email well, someone who can um, you know, really pitch an idea to these people and not just sell yourself because you shouldn't be selling yourself if someone's already asking you for something. Just don't overdo it. Don't get nervous. Don't feel like you're not up to bat because you already are. You already have to understand that where you're at in this position is uh, expected. So just have trust in your vision. Have trust in what you're doing. And uh, these companies will reach out to you. Now, apart from someone like me who has so much experience, who really, I mean, I, I'm in such, such a unique position where I've done so many branded projects that I have so many examples to show for myself that I don't really need to be asking a lot of brands to do things. But what I'm having trouble with right now is doing other things that I actually want to do. So I'm not always getting asked to travel all the time. I'm not always getting asked to do the things that make me most excited. Although a lot of the things that I do, I do enjoy thoroughly. I do think that I would love more travel, more hotel gigs, more uh, just all around, just a little leveled up than where I'm at at the moment. So what we have been doing is creating pitch decks. And pitch decks in themselves are a PDF that you uh, basically have with your name, where you're from, what you're, I mean, if you're doing influencer marketing or if you're doing whatever the case may be, put your title, what you're doing, what, what's your purpose, who's your audience, um, what are you looking to do? What can you offer? What's some examples of your work? Who have you worked with before? What's your price? What's your, you know, think about all these things. If, if someone asked you the culmination of who you are, what you do, and how to sell yourself to somebody in this one pamphlet, how would you do it? So have a pitch deck ready. Have a pitch deck prepared for yourself where you can really share that with people. 
on a quick basis. You don't want to have to be typing up a long email about, hi, this is what I do. Hi, this is who I am. Hi, here's all the pictures attached to this email, and blah, blah, blah. Like, no. Have a PDF. Create it within... Um, I don't know, you can you can do it in InDesign, you can do it in Microsoft Word, you can do it in PowerPoint, um, and just export it as a PDF, but just have pictures in there, have words in there, have numbers in there, have your ambitions, have your dreams. I mean, this is a, a top-level resume at this point. It's not so much like too wordy, it's very visual. You want to sell yourself in a very visual, beautiful way. If you want to design the PDF too, if you want to design your EPK, go for it. So they also call it an EPK, an electronic press kit. Um, and that is, is, is a little different from the pitch deck because an EPK is more so um, telling people who you are rather than a pitch deck is more, hey, this is an idea I have for you specifically in your brand and I think this is how we can work together and make it like really great. Um, so a pitch deck is a little more specific and a EPK is a little more geared towards you all around. So uh, think about those things. Think about pitching yourself quite often as much as you can. Send DMs to people. If you feel inspired by an Instagram and you're interested in working with them, there's no loss in just sending a message. I've been telling people this for so long. DMs work just as well as an email. DMs are the new email, if anything, and but there's still so much to be done with an email. Don't 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 ever look past how important an email can be and especially a proper email. Make sure that you're you're having email etiquette and you're communicating in a proper manner and spelling things correctly and no, you know, emojis and stuff like that. Be yourself. You know, of course, but also uh, just just keep it professional and keep it keep it global. Uh, so, you know, be inspired. Keep reaching out. Be yourself. Share your work consistently. Your work will indeed speak for yourself, but you will speak for yourself more than anything. Be a good person. Take on collaborations. Uh, create work every day. Just be consistent and persistent and you'll get everything that you ever dreamed of. There's nothing holding you back besides yourself and the actions that you take and the um, the things that you do to, to create the life that you dream of. It's all possible. It's all possible. So the next question is, how do you maintain peace in a stressful world? <laughs> Uh, let me tell you how I maintain my peace right now. I think a lot of people are very stressed out by the news, by social media, by a lot of the stories they hear, by a lot of the things, the unrest, the racism, the, the, the deaths. The, I mean, it can go on forever. Homelessness, child hunger, um, just sexual harassment. I mean, it's just the list goes on. Humans are going through it. They're going through it. I am aware all at all times of what's going on, the injustice in prisons, the the beatings, the police, the the I mean it's just it can be crazy. You know, it can get to you and it can really tear you down, but I have come to a point 
where I understand that that I've grown to accept that that's the world. It's not, acceptance doesn't mean that you are allowing things to happen. Acceptance, that's not what acceptance is. Acceptance is taking things for what they are and using them in a way where they're real. I don't have to recycle the anger and the pain that these things and these situations are providing to, to people. It's, it's my duty to end it where it is because if I continue the anger and the outrage, who does that, what does that do? Who, who does that fix? And maybe some people say, you know, that's how you change things. That's how you make a change in the world. Of course it is. But for me and my soul and the way that I can continue to make a difference in the world, the only way that I can do that is if I feel good and peaceful within myself. So you have to decide, do you want to be angry forever or do you want to make a difference? Your difference doesn't come from being angry. Your difference comes from being an example of presence, of gratitude, and, you know, just feeling like there is hope and there's beauty in things. We can't save as individuals, myself. I have come to understand that I cannot save the children in Yemen. I can donate. I can speak about it, I can tweet about it, I can do all I can, but I can't save anybody. So the people who can, that's their job. My job is to do what I do, who be who I am. My job is not to be angry and to act on what other people are supposed to be doing. Now, that may sound difficult and there are people who have lost their lives to fight for the things that we take for granted now. I am in a position of obvious, uh, you know, I'm, I'm granted ignorance. I don't need to worry about a lot of things a lot of people worry about because that's not my life. But that's the situation that I'm in. Do I care about a life that's not mine or do I care about my life more? And then in turn be able to assist and help people in my realm, in my world. There are people in that world who can make a difference to those people, right? I need to make a difference in my world. Now, there's differences between people who have a voice, who can, who can really shed light on a subject and on a matter to make it apparent and that people can take action. There's no doubt about that. But what I am saying is that I can't live day to day being angry about things that I can't do anything about. I have to live day to day for myself to make an effort and to be an example to other people to go on and continue and be good human beings. It's not on me to be angry for other people. So 
there's too many damn humans on this earth for all of us to feel like we all are responsible for everyone's issues. We have to be okay with being okay with our own issues, with accepting where we are and being in to a, a, a realm of like accepting that other people are, are not going to fight as hard, you know? We can't keep coming at everybody trying to change the way they react to pain into stuff into being triggered and whatnot myself personally i've blocked all i've blocked trump i've blocked all those people on twitter i block all those people who have i have continuously seen a tweet from and i've just been like that's ridiculous like it just boils my blood like there's something inside of me that i'm just like this is absolutely insane how can people think these things? How can these people be like this? How, 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 how? Like, what, what, what is going on, you know? But it's like those people are going to be like that. There's nothing that I can do. There's nothing that I can can say besides being myself and being an example and being a presence of goodness I can't be angry for Trump. I'm not going to change Trump, you know? So I think for me, I've just, I see people wrapped in anger and then I also see them feeling lost and I see that their energy is depleted and I see that they're giving their energy to something that's not like... It's just not coming back for them. You've got to reciprocate. You've got to reciprocate what you need in this life. You can't keep recycling old energy from other people. We give the energy that we give to things keeps it going, keeps it elevated, keeps it keeps it happening. I wonder sometimes what would happen if we all just stopped responding to Trump's tweets. If we all just stopped retweeting them, stopped giving it attention, stop reporting on it, just stopped giving him attention. What would happen? But enough about that goofy goober. Let's move on to bigger and better things because life moves on after all the drama happens and it settles. Life always keeps moving. And that's what you have to learn is that you just have to keep, keep it rolling. Now, my next question is how do you keep yourself grounded with all the success you've achieved? Um, so this is a, I love this question actually, because to be quite honest with you, I think achievement is weird because you only think of like the things that you want to get to when you're not there. When you're actually in it, you have this weird sense that it's almost like, it doesn't feel bigger than what you thought it used to feel, what it, what you thought it was going to be like, right? Like, my dreams of this life when I first started were way different than what I'm in now because I'm thinking about bigger things than this. So I've come even now, like, in 2018, I was thinking, and it's funny I even say it like that now because it's only been one day. But I, I've come to the point where I genuinely um, 
I, I try to sit in the moments of my wins because we get so, you know, in the moment of of those wins and we're and we're thinking of that next win. We're thinking of the next thing that we can win and be better at and, and whatever, but we, we don't sit and congratulate ourselves on that growth you know that that really big change that just happened but you don't you don't feel that change when you're in it you only see it from the outside um and that just that'll only happen with time allowance so um how do i keep myself grounded with all the things that i do i keep myself grounded and it's such a strange even thing to think about I feel like I have to be grounded now because I don't even think my success is where my success like where I want my success to be you know I think success to everyone is very unique and um, I keep myself grounded by thinking that where I am is not where I want to be I keep myself grounded by um, I think already being grounded as well. Some people will start off being ungrounded and they will continue to be ungrounded. And some people may start off really grounded and then end up being, um, <clears throat> you know, assholes once they, they get put on. I can't imagine with the type of heart that I have that I could actually be the person who thinks success will get to me. I am when I'm even in the presence of people who other people would deem as, you know, gods or like, you know, celebrities or whatever, it's like, you can be a celebrity all day, but you really genuinely have to be a good person for me to like really like you, you know, and, and even then, even if you're like a bad person, I'm still very like intuitive of trying to figure out why people are the way they are. But I also am like, I'm also like, just I'm not impressed by by fame I'm not impressed by those things because your energy is really what brings you and, and catapults you into likability it's not about all the theatrics and all the extras and whatnot I think you have to be a genuinely good person to to um, you know be cool with me and so success I think comes with learning and growing on how to um, adapt to the things that you're thrown um, through that. I think being grounded, you have to decide on the people that you want to associate with. You have to think about the, um, the things that you want to stand up for. You have to think about um, you know, your family, you have to think about a lot of the things that should matter. Do they still matter to you and are they first on your things? Are your morals and your your things that come natural to you, are those things still top? Is your, is your, your love for your passion still there regardless of if these other people or these outside things come into play? Um, <clears throat> I think grounded is also figuring out how to use your situation to your advantage. Grounded doesn't mean you need to stay the same as you've always been because what made you 
survive until now is not what you need to continue to thrive in the current situation. I think a lot of people get lost in their survival mode and it makes them um, come off a little angry and like, you know, just, uh, I don't know, just, they, I think people just need to let go of that survival tactic at some point once they've hit a threshold of comfort and like, you know, who they are. Um, it's difficult, I think, for some people to really recognize that what they're doing is enough until someone else has to tell them. Well, I think that we all are more than enough at any given moment, at any time. We are just in play of trying to be the best person we can be when we are in that moment of. And that's all we can do. So, I think success is relative. Grounded is relative. Um, achievement is relative. Everyone's thinking and, and, and what they consider is all different. For me personally, I'm always just trying to figure out, am I staying, am I, am I like doing the things that make me feel good at the end of the day? We all have to understand that a lot of the things that we do have outcomes, and maybe it's not an outcome so much that it's like something we're seeing in some, you know, an, uh, an outcome of like a situation or something. It's more like the energy that you're left with. Do you want to stay with the energy on your soul of doing something that didn't quite feel right? Um, think about, think about the energy and of things, of what you're doing. Do you want that to stay with you? I think those, those energies of have repercussions. I mean, our actions have repercussions, and they are the energies that stick with us and stay with us for a while. So do the right things in private. Do the right things in public, um, and just be aware of that, that presence. You know. So stay grounded um, in your in your own right and in your own way. But I stay grounded by just you know keeping it simple, not going too overboard. I've had those instances where I've gone out to party. I've done all the drugs. I've done all the things. You know, I, I've I've done the lot, and it's not worth what everyone thinks it is and the best things are being at peace comfortably with yourself loving yourself making sure that yourself is at top priority and that you're taking care of your body you're taking care of your mind and you're taking care of your tasks of your life you know not everybody wants to be the most cool person in the whole world or the most busy but at the end of the day we all have dreams and ambitions and if we're not putting our best foot forward in order to accomplish those things we feel like we're depleted on what life is all about and what life really is all about is being unafraid of taking chances and trying to do things that are out 
of our comfortableness or our comfortability. Um, you know, get okay with doing things that just aren't normal, that aren't like your regular every day. And a lot of people are afraid to be beginners. I think we need more beginners. We need more people trying things out and doing things that are out of the norm. Um, a lot of people are afraid to fail. Do not be afraid to fail because failure is what's going to teach you the best lessons. And those lessons can't be given to you. They can't be read. They cannot be sh uh, said. They can't be shared. They, they can only be experienced because that feeling and like I said earlier that energy of the repercussion of things feels different to the soul than if someone was to just give you their own experience soul power is real energy is real actions are real everything is matter and everything is of you know has a reaction to something else and I don't want to get too philosophical. I just want to keep it, keep it cute, you know, and keep it light because I can get real deep real quick. But I even, even I don't even know what I'm talking about. I think my biggest thing is realizing that I know nothing. All I know is that I know nothing. And at some point, that was like my biggest realization was being okay that I can be wrong, that I can be a blank slate, that I am not so much trying to find myself as much as I'm trying to create myself. And I'm not trying to be myself as much as I'm just trying to um, just be. You know what I mean? I think there's too much constraint on saying, you know, be yourself, be who you are. But it's like, who am I? Who are you? And who do I have to be? Do I always have to be that? Can I be anything else? Can I be open to whatever? I think we can be no. We we can be okay with saying, you know, I don't think that I am myself. Maybe I'm someone else that I want to be. And yourself can even be someone else. <laughs> I hope this makes sense. Um, so, what's our last question? Where do you hope your art takes you? Honestly, I'm reading this book right now. It's called... It's called Your Dream Life Starts Here. And it's basically... I'm dropping stuff everywhere. It's basically talking about, like... Maybe you're doing what you like right now, but are you doing what you dream of doing? Dreams are interesting to me. Dreams are, um, they're not like this, this crazy thing where it like can't happen. You know, if you can imagine it, it can happen. Like, and it maybe won't be as like, like, you know, you can't be like, oh, I want to have a dragon or something. Like, no, you won't have a dragon, but you can create a vision of a dragon. You can create something that will interpret your idea, and nothing is ever that far off. So, like, and I guess I'm, <laughs> I'm also in Game of Thrones mode, if you can't tell. It's 2019 officially, 
And for me, that means that Game of Thrones is on its way, ladies and gentlemen, and others. And that means, unfortunately, I do think that that's one of the last seasons, right? Or are they splitting it up? I'm not sure. All I know is that we have imaginations for a reason. And that we need to trust in those and that build our dreams off of those things. So I'm only on chapter one. Basically, chapter one has asked me so far, and I'll, and I'll read these first questions to you as well. It's asked me basically, okay, what would you do if you knew you could not fail, right? Uh, what would you do if you had all the money and time you needed? What would you do if you had all the courage you needed, all the self-belief you needed? What have you dreamed about but never shared with anyone else? And then it's got this like second part of the exercise. Uh, what would you start doing if you, you know, came to that dream? What would you stop doing? What would you spend your time doing? What experiences would you have? What would you buy? What would your purpose be? What would you surround yourself with? And how would you feel and act? You know? These are some like really interesting concepts that I don't think I've really considered entirely. I always thought that maybe I knew exactly like like what I wanted to do with my life. Like I was like, oh, I like have my dream job, you know. I'm like doing everything that I would love. Like, don't get me wrong, I like love my job, you know. But it's like, am I doing my dream? Is this my dream? I don't think so. I don't think it's my dream because when I look at these answers, I'm, I mean these questions, I'm thinking so many other things like music and dance and film and like acting and just dreams that are just beyond bigger than what I have now. And I'm even like, I'm getting like goosebumps about it because I'm like, it just feels good to talk about, you know? But just this dream idea of just like, what are we, what are we meant to do? What am I meant to do? What is our, our focus, you know? What is beyond Instagram and photography and what's like my, my motive? And people, people have asked me that too. Like, what's your five-year plan? And I'm like, I don't even know what I'm going to have for lunch tomorrow, you know? Like, that's too far ahead for me. But I think my dream and figuring out what my dream is and figuring out what our dream is is that's the next best thing that's our five-year plan that's our life plan if anything but not in the way of a time man-made realm i think that like time frame makes me uncomfortable almost it's like yo let me just do my own thing when i want to with my heart and my soul and then the the third part of this dream thing is like it also asks who would be the key people in your dream life? What dreams do you have to help your loved ones? What do you dream of for your community, for the world? So I wrote down a few things. I won't share them entirely because I think it's, you know, such a, a private kind of concept. It's your dreams. But I think once I start getting to this next chapter, um, I hope that I'll be more comfortable with sharing my dream. Because I think my dream has always been one that's been 
kind of like private. I've been shy about it. I've always been, um, you know, I don't know. I, I mean, I think I said it earlier, but my dream is, you know, singing and acting and stuff like that. And I've never done any acting like at all. And it would be obvious that I would need like a vocal coach and I would need an acting coach and stuff like that. So, you know, I'm willing to do that. I think those dreams are are definitely obtainable and I, I think all it takes is for us to just really take our dreams by the hold and just really say okay now it's time and we have complete complete control thank you guys for tuning in so much i will see you guys on episode four happy new year your 2019 is going to be so amazing think about your dreams think about who you are think about what you want don't allow anything to cloud your mind and your judgment. Trust yourself, believe in yourself, and believe in your um, your heart, your soul. And uh, keep being wonderful. I'll see you next time.